Hey there, I'm so excited to tell you about Radiotopia's newest show, The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. Kenji and Deb are two of the best home cooks alive. J. Kenji Lopez-Alt of The Food Lab and The Walk, and Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen. Two of my go-tos to make sure I'm getting the perfect recipe for everything from meatballs to muffins. They're pros who obsess over techniques and essential ingredients, so you learn everything you need to create your perfect recipe. You can finally be excited to eat what you make, and maybe even impress your friends and family. Help us welcome the newest show to the Radiotopia family. Find The Recipe with Kenji and Deb on your favorite podcast platform starting February 26th. Hi, I'm Otsko, and I'm a bagpipe. Have you heard of me? I, I have heard of, of bagpipes. Can you tell me about the last time you were played? It was this morning. I get taken to a baseball field. Uh-huh. Your person's playing for the game, or? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, it, he plays before the game. Like to, enter- to make sure no one can hear him. Oh, so he's he's just using the space. He's just using the space. I am quite loud. I think people know that about me. And so I guess it's a in a weird way for privacy. My person brings me to a really, really big space with nobody there yet so that I can be loud. Please trust me. He's accidentally stayed a little too long, and we've been asked to please leave. Mm-hmm. Our game is about to start. Yeah. It's very loud. Please stop. Well, Atsuko, this might be a difficult thing to do mm-hmm. with, with words, but could you try and describe your sound, the sound you make when you're played? I guess it's kind of like... When an elephant trips, but in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's the closest I can really explain. Do you remember the first time you heard yourself? The first time a sound came out of you? I do. I do. It was frightening, you know, just hearing hearing your first ever noise. It's frightening. I don't know if human beings... I mean, maybe this is why you are okay. This is why humans turn out okay, is as babies, it seems humans, you don't have the memory, you don't remember the things you did as a baby. So that that, that first sound you made, terrifying or not, doesn't haunt you as an adult. It is, it is that which allows humans to thrive. I wonder. Yeah, I, we all, all bagpipes have to live with the memory of our first wild, chaotic sound. You know, the first time he played me, I truly thought I I was going to explode. You know, he just inhaled and exhaled all this air into me. And I thought, take it easy. You know, I'm not a balloon, right? I might pop. So he just breathed all this air into me and I just screamed. You know, I just screamed all the sounds, and it sounded terrible. So when I hear a bagpipe, one being played badly, I should recognize that the sound I hear is actually the bagpipe screaming. Sure. 
I guess you can think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, we're not whispering. I'll tell you that. We're screamers. Asko, tell me more about your person. What do you know about him? My person is very interesting. It's hard to read his feelings because he's a very diligent, disciplined person. Mm-hmm. I mean, he plays me every morning on that baseball field, rain or shine. Although it never rains because it is L.A., so just shine. But I do know that he's a very shy person in that he kind of stays hidden and it's not like he gets really asked to play big events a lot or anything, but he still practices, you know. It sounds like he's practicing for something that has never come. Yeah, yeah, that's one way to put it. I kind of thought maybe you were going to give an opportunity right now, kind of like on Ellen, like, and we are here to tell you Mm. that you and your person are playing at the grand opening of Fairview Mall. Yeah, I have... You don't have such opportunity. I don't typically do that kind of thing. Okay. I wish I could. Oh, yeah. I came on this show hoping we would win something like that. But it's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. But you're right. He's kind of playing for something that might never come. Has he ever had an occasion to play for? One time, we were taken out to a sad occasion. We were just playing sad songs. And people were pretty solemn. Everyone seemed kind of sad. Would that that have been a funeral, do you think? That's the thing about human beings is they seem to come and go faster than we do. Mm -hmm. I don't know any bagpipes that have sort of ceased to exist. Um, Hmm. We fall apart, but all our parts still have memories and Life, for the most part, you can put us back together. And we are with humans. It seems like once they go, they really go. It was very solemn, and people were crying. So, yeah, I think it could have been a funeral because also there was a dead body there. Mm, yeah, yeah, it was probably a funeral. Yeah, it's probably a funeral. Um, I, if you don't want to talk about this, it's mm-hmm. okay, but... Mm-hmm. You you have a very interesting shape. Sure, yeah, yeah. I have these things that I think people call peepers. Okay. And so they, they are my peepers. I might understand you're talking about the sort of pipes that extend off of your bag. Yes, yeah. Those, yeah. Are, called, the, those are your peepers? And there's the big peeper, which is where the human blows air into. Okay. Yes. So that's the big peeper. That's the big peeper. The rest are just peepers. Is that a technical term, peeper? It's just what I know. I don't know if it would be a technical term in books hmm. because, frankly, I don't read. Uh, you also have a bag. You're called a bagpipe. Um, but, you know, when I think of a bag, you don't carry anything in your bag. No, that's true. Because I've seen bags. I've met bags. 
I know they carry things. So much so they get taken everywhere. Yeah. And I don't. <laughs> you know, for, for a bag, they truly don't take me out much. I guess you do, you do carry, some, I mean, you carry your person's breath. Right, right. That's true. I do. That's very romantic, actually, you know, to be like, oh, I, I have your extra breaths in me. Yeah. Maybe this could be a good solution to, you know, how people, humans die. If there was a way, you know, to be like, wait, before you go, before you die, I saved a little bit of your breath here in this bagpipe. And then I'll offer my big peeper, and then they just kind of inhale. So we all carry around bagpipes with a little bit of our breath for when we yeah. don't have breath. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure on me, to mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. I say, oh, gosh, I, I hope I saved enough of it in me, yeah. you know. Yeah, to be, this is the last hope, you know. The hope no one steps on me. So we've talked about uh, how loud you are. Yeah. Um, I sometimes wish I talked louder. Like I often will be somewhere and I say something and no one hears me. Uh -huh. um, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So the worst is sometimes I'll say something that I like a joke and someone will half hear me and they'll ask me to repeat it. Mm -hmm. But by that point, the timing is gone. Right. And then everyone is looking and they want you to repeat it. It's the worst case scenario for the joke. Right. To say it louder. And then have it fall flat. And it's late. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, I sometimes wish I could be quieter. I wish people would ask me, what did you say? No one's ever said that to me before. They go, okay, we've heard you. We heard you. So. I'm just wondering if there's anything you like about being loud. Yeah, I mean, it catches people's attention. Attention grabbing. I do like attention. Mm -hmm. I love performing. And I think it can be helpful to people sometimes, you know. The Queen of England uses a bagpipe to wake up every morning as her alarm clock. She, she has a person play the bagpipes at nine in the morning. Every morning. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Is Scott, is there an official title I should be calling you? Um, I, I was the Queen's Piper, so that, that's probably former Queen's Piper. Well, tell me what the Queen's Piper does. Well, he's a full-time soldier, and the next day he's taken in and asked to go and live in Buckingham Palace and hang around with the Queen. And that's really how it came about with, with me, which is a bit surreal, to say the least. It was... yeah. You know, when you first go into any new job, you know, you've got you've got the sweaty palms and you're and you're very nervous. And I remember being in the garden and it was really funny because I didn't really believe that the corgis, the dogs were all going up and down when you're out yeah. playing the pipes. And you know, I, I was playing up and down and I had I had little dogs going past me <laughs> with some little guy taking them for a walk. And yeah. then I looked up and there's the queen at the window looking at me. Everyone thinks that the Queen gets up at nine, but I've been reliably informed that Her Majesty <laughs> gets up a lot earlier. 
I have to say the bagpipes is, uh, it's a very loud instrument. Did the corgis like it? No, they did bark. They, they didn't like that at all. But I, I was very wise because I thought, you know, if I'm going to stay on side with the queen, I have to get these dogs to like me. So what I did was I made sure I had some dog biscuits <laughs> and I, behind, behind, behind the queen's back and everybody else's, I would make sure I fed the dogs. So I really did slowly turn their sort of attitude towards bagpipes. And they seen me coming and they knew I had dog biscuits. So I was pretty safe. So I, it's so it's just one of these things. It is a very loud instrument. Yeah, uh, about that specifically. Where did you practice? Uh, so I would I would practice in Buckingham Palace, and I, where my room was. Funnily enough, everyone else had vacated that sort of wing of, of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> I think bagpipes at seven o'clock in the morning is never a good thing. Did did um. Had you interacted with the Queen before you became the Queen's Piper? Well, just over the years, a few times, because Her Majesty the Queen was, she was Colonel-in-Chief of my, my regiment. So all the royal, members of the royal family have certain regiments. Um, and the, Her Majesty was given uh, my regiment as an 18th birthday present. And I, <laughs> I did ask her on one occasion, what was it like to be given 500 Scotsmen for your 18th birthday? <laughs> and Her Majesty just did burst out laughing and, and just told me, now, 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 Pipe Major, and just gave me a bit of a, a wee sort of dressing down, which was quite funny. I just think about there's so few people in the world who get to be the only one of anything. And when you were doing this job, you were the only Piper to the Queen on earth yeah and you know it's it's also quite humbling because i've i mean i lost my wife uh, during the time i was with with the queen and i think i i think i wouldn't have rather been anywhere else uh, because as a person forget the queen as being the queen i'm talking about as a person she was fantastic and uh, when you say there i was the only person what happened was the military, they actually wanted me removed and sent home. And I understand that from a job point of view, you know, someone can't do the job, then in typical military fashion, say, well, let's replace them and get somebody that can do the job. But the Queen didn't want that. The Queen said, no, no, I've got one Queen's Piper. So there'll be no bagpipes and he's not getting replaced. Uh, He's at home looking after him. I want him to know that he's got a job or he's got somewhere to come back to. Scott, I'm, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I, I was up in Balmoral, actually. Uh, my wife got diagnosed uh, when we were up in Balmoral Castle. I went, had to go to the hospital. I came back and I told, I told them, uh, the Queen and the equity, who was the other military person that was there, he says, you know, how's, how's your wife? How's your wife, Morvan? So I think she's going to die, is the reality. And I wanted to play the bagpipes that night, not, not because I'm some sort of crazy martyr to the cause, but just because, you know, you get that bit of shock news. You just want a little bit of normality. And I had my two children with me as well. So, you know, I was in that kind of no man's land, not knowing what to do. I should be at a hospital to sit with my wife, but I've got two children. They're yeah. not at home. They're in, a, they're in a castle and it's a bit bizarre. So what happened was they just said, look, just I'll leave the children. 
you know, don't worry about that. We'll we'll look after the kids. And I was like, okay. And my kids had had the best time in the world. You know, they were running about Balmoral Castle. My sons, he's down in the kitchen making sausage rolls with these Michelin star chefs. <laughs> or these, you know, just having an absolute ball. And when I went, I went in and I said, I'm going to play the bagpipes tonight. And I was told, no, you're not. I said, no, I'm I'm going to play tonight. I said no. And I was told. There's a point in everyone's life that you have to stop being the consummate professional. And this is your time that you need to stop that and go away and sit with your wife. And that's what you'll do. I've read that some bagpipes are made from synthetic materials and some are made, you know, in the old way from animal skins. Um, what are you, can I ask what you're made from? Yeah, I'm not a very, you know, I, I have some years in me, but I'm not centuries old. So, yeah, I've just been synthetic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you like being synthetic, I guess? You know, as times change. It does feel kind of good to be on the side of change, right, instead of being made by animal parts. I'm vegan-friendly. Is most of the music you play, um, is it mostly happy music or sad music? What what does your person like to do the most? You know what's wild is with bagpipes, with us, you really can't tell. You think it's a happy song, but it's also a sad song at the same time. They get intertwined. You know, it's really, you really can't tell. But I can maybe see in the emotions of my person and their face what they're trying to emote, but I really cannot tell if it's supposed to be a sad or happy time. Yeah. I have to look into the eyes of the people around me to know, oh, this is a sad occasion. Or this is a happy occasion. Yeah, even your your happiest um, tones. There's always melancholy. It's all it's all mixed together with you. Yes, it's always like I think someone died, or maybe we won a war. I don't know. But I guess someone always dies in a war. Yeah, that, so it's a little up. bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I think like you know, I'm rarely. 100% happy or 100% sad. You know, it might be good music for humans because it does describe our existence. Yeah, that's true. And you can kind of project onto us what you're feeling because mm-hmm. we'll play the way we play. And then you you tell me if it's sad or happy. Well, I think one thing about you too, and this may be why people tell you to quiet down sometimes, you do make people feel, you know? You have no choice, even if you don't know what the feeling is, you have no choice but to feel something when a bagpipe is playing. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. We do make you feel annoyed, happy, sad, mad. But I always think any feeling is better than no feeling. Do you ever have no feeling? I guess 
I've never thought of that. Now, I'm always feeling something. Uh, I don't know if this is a feeling, but wanting to play, wanting to always get played. Do you mean you're when you're not being played, you're always thinking about, you know, you want to be played? Or it's more like, I want to be played always, like forever. Like one long song. Yeah, constant playing mode for billions and billions of years. I'm saying humans are gone, okay? The world is dying again. There's no more stars. Dinosaurs are back. Like, I'm still playing. Just one long bagpipe note. One long bagpipe note. Sure, give it to me. I'll do that. Yeah. Then I never have to wonder, when's the next time I'm going to play? You said earlier no one has ever said to you, what did you say? No one's ever not heard you. Right, right. I think about, like, what it would be like to go through your whole life and you know, to always be heard, but to never be able to not be heard when you didn't want to. Right. To never whisper. Yeah. Because in a way, if you're always heard, you're also not heard. (laughs) I mean, it's easier to tune you out if you're just the constant noise or something. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, well, I'll just tune back in whenever I want. They'll still be there talking (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe people tend to lean in closer if you're a quiet talker and really try to pay attention to what you have to say, you know. I mean, if you want, now that we're talking, Mm -hmm. do you want to try and whisper? Do you want to see what that's like? Okay. And what what I would say? I mean, if you want to say a secret, you can. Okay. Sometimes I do wish... I was made out of animal material. Why? I, I don't know why, but I feel compelled to whisper back. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you wish you were made out of animal material? I just want to know what it feels like to be part goat. Or cow, I think. Also cow. Or cow. Or cat. What did you say? This is Everything is Alive. The show is produced by Jennifer Mills and me, Ian Chillog, with help from Caitlin O'Keefe and Sarah Geis this week. Alexandra Dixon directed this taping. Thanks, as always, to Emily Spivak. Atsuko the Bagpipe was played by Atsuko Okatsuka. Atsuko will be a character on Fairview and on Washingtonia, both coming to Comedy Central and Paramount+. Plus. Follow her at Atsuko Comedy. That's A-T-S-U-K-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y to see her in a city near you. A big thanks to Scott Methvin, the former Queen's Piper, for talking to us about his life and work. You can find more from Scott at his website, officialroyalpiper.com. Everything is Alive is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, Julie Shapiro, executive producer, a.k.a. Big Peeper. Thanks also to Audrey Martovich. 
You can get in touch with us any number of ways at everythingisalive.com. We'll see you soon. Radiotopia.